Hello, coming to you live from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Welcome to Her Next Chapter, the podcast dedicated to sharing stories from amazing women who have reinvented their careers or lives. Could be total changes, could be side hustles. I'm Stephanie Pierce, mother of three, wife of one, former corporate exec, and now I am the founder and CEO of StephPierce.com. And I am Julie Burton, founder of Modern Well, a female-centered co-working space in Minneapolis. And I'm the author of The Self-Care Solution, A Modern Mother's Must-Have Guide to Health and Well-Being. And I'm a mother and a wife. In each episode, Julie and I will bring you these awesome stories about the power, pain, and laughs that come from change. Are you ready for your next chapter? Hey, Jules. Hey, Steph. Hi, listeners. Happy 25th episode. Can you believe it? 25 episodes. I mean, through COVID, through, I I, I mean, wow. (laughs) I feel like it took us 25 years to get to episode one. I think think it did. But here we are, 25 episodes later. Thank you to our listeners for listening and for cheering us on. We're so grateful to be doing this work and sharing these stories. For sure. And thank you, of course, to all of the guests that we've had. I mean, we have laughed. We have shed some tears. We've uh, learned about shoes. We've gotten unstuck. We've, you know, learned so many things. We've learned all about side hustles. We have side hustled. And um, so Julie and I thought it's been a while since you've heard from us, heard our voices for the full podcast time. So we thought, let's just take a second now that we're at episode 25 and spend a little bit of time talking about what we've heard and what we've learned. And Let's just say it's a lot. And it's, a it's lot. like a lot. Super mm-hmm. good stuff. So, okay, Jules, what do you think? Should I read it? Oh my gosh. I think we you should definitely read some of them and let's talk about some of them because they're just I mean, this list that we've acquired from these amazing guests about how to reinvent and how to move through challenge and embrace opportunity. I mean, it, it's just, it's just a gold mine. It, it we're sitting on a gold mine that we, we want to share with you. A gold mine. And we are going to give little pieces of gold out one at a time. So let's talk about this first one, Jules, because this one was pretty consistent across many of our guests, whether it was our side hustlers, um, our friends in corporate, our creatives. There were lots of comments that fall into this category of say no to bad company. Be thoughtful about who you're listening to, who you're getting advice from. Now, there were lots of comments about you have to have a support network, but there were a lot of comments from our guests around being thoughtful about the company that you're keeping and that the people you're getting feedback from. Um, and I think that is so true. I mean, so, so many people, it's so hard 
they're giving you feedback based on their own personal perspective or life story, they may not be in the same place as you. They may not say, have the same flow as you. You may be talking about stuff that they've never done either. Right. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that, I think that that definitely came through from a lot of our guests. And, you know, what's interesting is on the sort of on the flip side is we had, um, I think it was Marion Park, who we recently talked to, who said, you know, say yes to the meeting, right? Which I also agree with, because here's the thing. When I started Modern Well, I, okay, I, I was a writer. I, I, I'm trained as a journalist. I didn't have any training in entrepreneurship or running a business or, you know, looking at a, at a lease, um, you know, as I was about to rent a space and, and, you know, starting an LLC and all the things. So the truth is I probably had, and maybe I said this at one point, but I probably had a hundred coffees with people. And not only did I say yes to anybody who wanted to talk to me, I asked so many people, will you sit down with me for an hour? Can I buy you a coffee? And, um, but what I think is also, what is important is, is I, it, I took it all in, right? I listened, I asked questions, I heard success stories, I heard failure stories, I heard, I wish I would have done this, I, you know, I'm glad I did this, I, I took it all. And then I decided <laughs> sort of what worked for me. And then I also decided the people who, I could see myself having continual relation, uh, continual relationship with, and people I trusted, and I felt um, like I was really being heard, or they weren't just inserting their ideas into. Oh, well, you should do this, and you should, do, you know. So I think, I think there's, it, it's like meet with lots of people, like well, meet with people, that, though, right? You know who else said say yes to the meeting was Laura. Laura Zell also oh, said. Oh yes, yes, Laura yes. said yes. Or as she was working on her side hustle. So, but Jules, here's the question. A, oh my gosh, so little time, so many coffees. A lot of coffees. And <laughs> then how did you decide, how did you decide what pieces of information you were going to take? Because, you know, I think about uh, Dr. Verna said to us, we all have the same 24 hours. Yes. Yes. Now say it's 24, it's the same 24 that I get. So we get to choose how we want to spend that time. So Jules, how did you decide if you had a, you know, kind of a decision criteria, who you were going to meet with and how then did you decide who you were going to keep meeting with versus the people that you were like, that was fun, but sorry. yeah. Yeah, right. I figured out pretty early on, and especially when I started my advisory board, the people I really wanted in my inner circle. And, you know, I had my, my writing group, my, um, you know, we, Nina and I started the Twin Cities Writing Studio. So I had this core group of people um, that I trusted. They were kind of my, I, I beta tested a lot of things on, on them. Um, and, and then my advisory group. Um, so once I kind of figured out that like those two groups were really, really my people, I mean, I don't regret any of the coffees that I had because I feel like I did, I did pull information from all of them. 
Um, but I think it's a lot of it is, you know, just trusting your, your gut about what, like what feels right and what feels good and what feels supportive. Um, and, and going with that. Um, but I mean, there were a lot of people along the way that did spend time with me that really, really helped me. Um, and maybe I don't have a, a super strong relationship with them now, not because, I didn't trust them or didn't, you know, but it's just like, okay, you know, mo- moving right along. They're doing their thing. I'm doing my thing. And it was, and if we ever see, it's like, oh my gosh, oh my, you know, but it, it's not like a, it wasn't like, oh, I didn't like what you had to say or, you know, but it was more just like, okay, you're meeting me at this point in my life. I'm asking for some advice. And then it's like, okay, cool. You go do your thing and call me if you need me. It's like speed dating. Like you yeah. meet people, yeah. you love them. You just don't need a second date. Other yeah. people, you're like, okay, I want to maybe date you. So, okay, Jules, you brought up a really good point, and that is, um, you said you gotta trust your gut. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of trust your gut like comments from our guests, owning your wow, right? So Roshini really, you know, focused on. You got to know what you're good at and and own that. Um, So that was one, allowing time to breathe, not expecting perfection from yourself or some things. Um, Being okay that your dreams can happen, my friends, especially ladies. We start to think that that can't happen. It can. Um, Choosing to be who you are, not maybe what, I know this is the case for me. What you thought you're supposed to be. Yes. That was a big one. Or at 18 when you went to college. So I think that is a big one. You know, I put that under the category of run your race. Run your race. Run my race. Don't run Julie's race. Run your race. And I think we heard that a lot too. I think, yes. And, And I think too, you know, back to your point, Steph, about you know, trusting your gut, I think, and, you know, trusting yourself when, when making decisions, I think, you know, that sounds kind of like easy, like we'll trust your, but a lot of times um, that actually is really hard. Like, because, you know, you've got your, your mind, right. You've got your heart, you've got, you know, kind of everything, the emotions around everything. And when you're trying to make a lot of decisions, like big decisions, it, it's, it's really hard because you, like, there were times where I, I would literally have, I'd be like, well, I have two gut feelings. (laughs) Like it could be this or that. And they both feel like I feel them strongly in my body and in my heart and in my, you know, in my, and so I think what, and I was like, I could, Maybe, open, right? I could be a backup dancer for Beyonce. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but like, I think it was, um, I can't remember which guest it was, but talking about the importance of actually getting really quiet with yourself mm-hmm. um, and really getting to know yourself, yourself, because it's like, I know sometimes I make decisions based on fear or anxiety, or, you know, just like, and it's like, no, no, no. Okay. 
I, and they can feel real, it can feel really real. Like, oh no, I have to make decisions. And then when I like peel it back, it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And so I think part of, you know, just that whole, uh, that whole saying of trust your gut, um, it can be with um, that sex in the city. I think sex in the city did um, an episode called coulda, shoulda, woulda. Yeah. Right. Where, and I have had friends, really good friends say to me, I don't even know what I'm good at anymore. Right. Because I've been, you know, home with my kids. So I don't even know what my passion is anymore. I've had friends who are in corporate gigs say, I've done this thing, but I feel like I could do this other thing. But this one thing is a thing that I've been doing and it's the thing that everyone tells me I'm good at. And so maybe I should just do that one thing, even though my heart, my passion, my dream says to do something different. And I think, you know, most of our guests would say, you have to be you and you have to be willing to test and adjust something we heard from Kim Sin. Um, And I think that's a big message for everyone too, is you do have to sit and be quiet for a minute and to recenter and figure out the things that you might be good at or the things that you enjoy and then you just got to test. You got to get out and do it. And you may find that you like it. And you may find that you don't like it. Or, you know, I found some things along the way that I'm good at. I just don't want to do them. <laughs> right. They don't bring me joy, Jules. They yep. don't bring me joy. But I can do them. Yep. Um, but I want somebody else who loves the it to do it, not yes and I think that's another one yeah and and you know there's always things you know that as an entrepreneur that you're you know in any job that you have to do that you don't like to do but you know in those 24 hours of the day that we all have like okay how much time do you really want to be devoting to something that you really hate doing like that doesn't I mean if COVID has taught us you know anything it is. The life is short. Um, yes. Let's talk about um, another one that I like. It came from our friend Shay. And mm. she said, essentially, these are not her exact words. Understand the part you play in the drama called your life. Because <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> I do. It falls into this category of you know, we're talking about trust your gut and following your dreams and listening to yourself. But I do think along the listening journey, we do have to be ready to accept and appreciate the part that we play in the foolishness and foolery that is our lives. So, you know, I am, I am, and I have some friends who are the same where we act like the 24 hours in the day are owned by somebody other than us. During this day, <laughs> I didn't get anything done all week. And I do think that Shay is right. You do have to take a second and recognize the part you play 
in the drama that is your life. Like you have to be willing to say, you know, I am doing some things that are unnecessary and creating drama for myself and for people around me. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, like, like the mindfulness, you know, way it's like, we, we can decide where we're going to put our energy, where we're going to let our thoughts go, where we're going to let our emotions go, you know? And, And, and it's like, even, even like the social media thing, like, you know, how, who doesn't say like, oh my gosh, it's been two hours and, you know, looking, you know, scrolling through Facebook or Instagram. And it's like, and how is that stuff actually even making us feel right? Like, like, you know, so, so being, being mindful, like you said, like, and own, owning our time and, 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 and really saying like, we do have a choice about what, what we're are we're gonna let our emotions get really big about a certain thing or okay whatever I can let this go you know and it can like take over your whole day when you let things get really big. I mean I feel that a lot of times with my kid, you know, with four kids, I feel like there's always something that is like in my like in my heart that it, you know, something regarding the kids that I I could literally spend the whole day just like thinking one, two, three, four. Okay. What's happening with this, with this kid? And what, and it's like, okay, hold on a second. Yes. Yes. I I don't know how when, yes, we could spend our day managing the minutia. Yes. Those around us, like full-time situation, Um, especially for those of us who like things to be done in a very precise specific way that really can only be carried out by us. I mean, let's, I have to, that's the drama I bring to my situation is I want things done a certain way. And really that certain way can only be done by me. That's a problem. But then I get annoyed. But, so yeah. Why aren't you helping me? And he's like, I did. I'm like, but you didn't do it right. Like, right. Come on, dude. <laughs> you know. That's, uh, let's see, the labels would be uh, perfectionism, control, <laughs> right? What, what psychological labels would we, would we throw yes. up? Yes, all of those things. All of the things. Sure. So I, I do think that is a big one, just really understanding the part that you play in your drama. In your drama. And another one that I liked came from Jasmine Stringer, and she said, you got to understand and identify What's the worst case scenario? So especially for people who are trying to pivot or do something that feels very different and they're nervous about, you know, major things like finances, how am I going to continue to pay my bills? Really taking the time as Jasmine shared to what's the worst case scenario? And then is there a way for me to put some structure around that? So that if that worst case scenario happens, I'm still good. Yep. Right. So I think that one was another great one for people, whether you want to do a completely different full-time gig or a side hustle, like, yes, what the worst thing that could happen and what would you do if that happened? And I love, I love the whole side, Allie Kaplan's, you know, the whole, the whole side hustle thing. And, and, almost to that point, you know, she talked a lot about how, 
it doesn't have to be like this huge thing, like, like that you turn upside your, you know, you turn your life upside down. It can be like, Hey, something I enjoy doing and I'm going to spend X amount of time doing that. And then, you know, small steps, right? Can, can I actually step toward that as more of my career, you know, or not, or, or leave it as, as a side hustle and, and just, but allow that, allow that something to bring you joy. If you, if you don't like your job, right. And, but you're, you're stuck there for what, you know, financial benefits, whatever the reasons are. And you really, like, you really can't make a change at this point. Um, make sure you're doing something on the side that is, is making you happy. Right. And, and I love that. Um, I, I, because I think part of what Allie said too, is, you know, your, your job wasn't meant to be all the things. Right. <laughs> and so if you can have, you can still be, you can be the editor in chief of Twin Cities business and still have a passion for fashion. Yes. It yeah. can all go together um, because, you know, we're multifaceted people with different parts of our lives and different ways to express the things we like. And I think that one, you know, is an Im important one to remember. And it made me think about, you know, the, the question we asked every guest, Jules, was asking them to define reinvention. And I love that question because, you know, we had people say, I don't call it reinvention because that feels scary. It is, I am pivoting or I'm just, you know, I'm, it's the same mission. It's the same vision. I'm just doing it in a different way because I'm at a different point in my life. And so I think we've got, we got lots of great definitions. Yes. What reinvention, re-inspiring, pivoting, getting unstuck could be. And that was pretty awesome too. And that was very awesome. And I think one of the, another sort of tagline that I love is, um, that came up in, in one or more of the sessions is, is about giving yourself permission, right? Like, giving yourself permission to, you know, um, to do the things again, if you can't jump off the ledge and leave corporate America and start, you know, a candle making business. Okay. Okay. Right. But you know, could you take a candle making class on Tuesday nights? Right. And, and just start giving yourself permission to, you know, as Brene Brown would say, like, you know, lean into joy, right? Like, like do things that, that make your heart happy and that, and that get you out of that sort of grind and that feeling of being stuck. I think that, that the, the permission piece is a huge one because people, I can't do that. I, I can't do that. Really? Why? Right. Why can't you? Like Why? That. One thing that I do really appreciate, and you and I have talked about this quite a bit you know, as we've talked to all of these guests, they're all at different phases and stages of their lives, right? They all have different backgrounds. They all have different financial situations. Yep. And so, you know, acknowledging that what works for Julie may not work for Stephanie or what works for Stephanie may not work for Shay or may not work for Marion. And I think that's really important. Like, you know, one of the things I know we've tried to do is not assume that everybody's in the same place and they, they can just do something new. I'm just going to leave my job and go over to something else. 
because for a lot of people, that's not possible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, probably one primary reason, and that is I would like to eat and stay in my house. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I think we had a lot of guests that really talked about that being their truth. Yes. That, yes. you know, I've got to figure out a way to make this change, but at the same time, I can't have gaps right. in my finances. And so is there a way for me to save? Yes. And then I have, you know, a little bit of a buffer. Is there a side hustle opportunity? Is there a partnership opportunity? Um, but I do like, and I know we will continue to have guests that represent lots of different backgrounds and experiences, starting points, ending points, because I think all of those stories are really important. And we should, you know, we should start thinking about having like a blooper reel because <laughs> seriously, or like the show before the show. Cause some of that is, some of that is good stuff. Is, yes. is okay. So I also want to bring up stuff. Um, something that this, this notion is okay. Since we are really focused on women and reinvention, I think that there is something super important about if, if there's a partnership, if, if you're with a partner, um, the sort of the, like the division of labor, um, I, I think that is, um, something that is really important. Like I know for my own story of, of developing modern well and having the ability to to do it and to manifest my dream it 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 really did take some re um shifting of of the system that i was in with my husband like in terms of i was doing pretty much everything at home like the renegotiation of roles yes. there you go thank you Yes. Um, I think that that's a big one because I, I was just with a friend this morning who um, she works full time and she was saying how like still the lion's share of, you know, and she's a progressive woman, like, you know, but the lion's share of the stuff falls on her. And, you know, and so maybe, maybe the stuff that she would want to do to maybe, you know, like there, something has to give, right? Like, like you have, so if, if there is a partner, um, I think part of the, at least for me, and I think for other people, I would imagine that as you're trying to reinvent yourself, this, something about the status quo usually has to change. I think there are two big conversations that have to happen if you're in a situation with a significant other, partner, spouse, et cetera. Um, there has to be kind of a, a renegotiation, a realignment of roles and responsibilities. Yes. Only either for a finite amount of time or permanently, who knows? Forever. Uh -huh. There has to be a financial discussion. Yes. Yes. Because... Uh, you know, I, I would say part of the reason why my transition has been as um, painless is because we had that conversation up front. 
And it hasn't been, you know, easy like Sunday morning every day, (laughs) but at least, you know, there, there was a sense of, I used to have a very set schedule and now I don't. So that means that there are things that I used to, to tell you I could do every day, no problem that I can't anymore. And so what does that mean for how we operate, especially if you have, if there's, you know, two big jobs, right? Right. And big can be defined a lot of different ways. And so I think that is super important. Well, and, you know, back to what you were saying about like what Jasmine was saying, right? So about sort of looking at all the potential outcomes. And so it is important, you know, as in a partnership, if someone is taking, you know, if, if the woman, you know, who's, you know, in the reinvention phase is taking a financial risk, um, that has to be talked about. And, and what, the, you know, the, the reality of like, I mean, when I opened Modern Wealth, we didn't, I didn't know, like you, nobody has a crystal ball. Okay, well, this is for sure going to make X amount of dollars and we're going to, you know, and, and so it's like, okay, what if it doesn't work? Then what, you know, so like, I do think that Jasmine was, that conversation is really, it really isn't important because you don't want to be in a position where all of a sudden your partner's like, ah, see, like, you know, this happened and and now we're like, have to sell our house and we, you know, and it's like, you started this business and then a pandemic came. Why didn't you see that coming, Julie? (laughs) Yes. I think that that is totally totally dead on. I mean, there are hard conversations, but like, you know, you kind of got to go there. And so I think our commitment to our listeners is that we will continue to um, challenge them as we challenge ourselves. (laughs) Something new with us. Um, We look forward to the next 25 episodes chapters of this book called her next chapter and the guests that are to come we've got a great slate coming up already that i'm excited to share with this group um i think it's important for all of our listeners to know you know please feel free to reach out to us if you are interested in sponsoring If you are interested or you know of someone that you think would be a great guest, um, we've gotten some great, great guests um, because they listened and they either knew somebody that they thought would be awesome or they were the awesome person. And so we would just encourage people to reach out and they can email us, right, Jules? Yes, they can email us through the website, hernextchapter.co, and there's, um, there's an email that goes directly to us. So, okay. so um, please do that if you're interested in sponsoring an episode or two or 16, if you're <laughs> interested in being on and joining us to tell your story, or if you know of someone who has a great story and you would love for them to be featured, um, we are excited to tell the stories of women from all across the globe, really, with various backgrounds and experiences, defining reinvention in the way that they define it. Yes. Um, and so we look forward to these next 
25 plus. It's been fun, Jules. Oh my gosh. And I do just have to say that I'm so grateful to my wonderful co-host and dear friend, Steph Pierce. I, um, you know, this is, this is definitely like her next chapter for, for me and for us. And, um, it's just been amazing. (laughs) Not only do we have the podcast, what's that commercial used to, that used to be like, I'm also a you, I, I not only am the sponsor, but I'm also a user of this stuff. And so we we are, we did pivot. We did transform. We did reinvent. And, you know, we will continue to share the stories, the trials, the tribulations of our journey as we share the stories and learnings of others. So um, a heartfelt thanks to you, Julie, um, and Modern Well um, for their support of the work that uh, we're doing. And I just can't wait for what's to come. Me too, Steph. Cheers to the next 25. Thanks for listening to another episode of hernextchapter.co. You can follow us on Instagram at hernext.chapter. And you can find all of our lovely, fun, fabulous podcasts on all those places where podcasts can be found. Please follow us and give us five stars. We'd be so delighted and tickled. And we hope that you are enjoying your time with us. Last but not least, hernextchapter.co. You can check us out there as well. See you next week.